Hello everybody and welcome into episode number 20 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading Genesis chapter 15 today and our focus is on one of the most profound sentences in the Bible. Abram believed the Lord and he credited it to him as righteousness. Well, thanks for joining us today. We're a daily 10-minute podcast where we dig into the truth of God's Word and discuss it. I want to welcome new listeners in Zambia, Africa, Malawi, Africa, Dayton, Ohio, New York, New York, and Springfield, Illinois. Thank you all for listening. Our focus is on getting into the Word of God daily, hearing one chapter a day, thinking about it, asking questions, and getting some wisdom from some great spiritual giants of the past and the present. Please share this podcast with your friends on social media, via email, text, and word of mouth. That would be awesome. And I think I ask for it every day, but if you would leave us a review on Apple uh, Podcasts or iTunes, that would be so amazing. Just look up the show, Bible 2021. Now, if you study the religions of the world, you will find that almost all of them have something in common. There are holy writings, and those holy writings focus on what to do in order to succeed. Now, sometimes that success is to gain access to heaven. Sometimes the success is to enter into a nirvanic state. Sometimes it's to attain to some sort of godhood. And sometimes it's to be reincarnated as a better being. But bottom line, almost all religions have holy writings that show the way to do whatever the religion defines as success. But in Genesis 15, 6, we are going to see something startlingly different. Just how different it is won't become clearer until much later after Genesis 15, much later after Abraham's life, until we get to the cross of Jesus and the resurrection of Jesus. But the amazing thing in Genesis 15, 6 is still quite stunning. Abram believes and God credits him righteousness for that. Not for an action, a work, or a feat, but for faith, believing God. That's why Genesis 15, 6 is our verse of the day. Abram believed the Lord, and he credited it to him as righteousness. So let's read our passage and see the beauty ourselves of belief counting as righteousness. Genesis chapter 15, verse 1 in the Christian Standard Bible. After these events, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield. Your reward will be very great. But Abram said, Lord God, what can you give me since I am childless and the heir of my house is Eleazar of Damascus? Abram continued, Look, you've given me no offspring, so a slave born in my house will be my heir. Now the word of the Lord came to him, This one will not be your heir. Instead, one who comes from your own body will be your heir. And he took him outside and said, Look at the sky and count the stars if you are able to count them. Then he said to him, your offspring will be that numerous. Abram believed the Lord and he credited it to him as righteousness. He also said to him, I am the Lord who brought you from Ur of the Chaldeans to give you this land to possess. But he said, Lord God, how can I know that I will possess it? And he said to him, bring me a three-year-old cow, a three-year-old female goat, a three-year-old ram, a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. So he brought all these to him, cut them in half, and laid the pieces opposite each other, but he did not cut the birds in half. Birds of prey came down on the carcasses, but Abram drove them away. As the sun was setting, a deep sleep came over Abram, and suddenly great terror and darkness descended on him. 
Then the Lord said to Abram, Know this for certain, your offspring will be resident aliens for 400 years in a land that does not belong to them and will be enslaved and oppressed. However, I will judge the nation they serve, and afterward they will go out with many possessions, but you will go to your ancestors in peace and be buried at a good old age. In the fourth generation they will return here, for the iniquity of the Amorites has not yet reached its full measure. When the sun had set and it was dark, a smoking fire pot and a flaming torch appeared and passed between the divided animals. On that day the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying, I give this land to your offspring from the brook of Egypt to the great river, the Euphrates River, the land of the Kenites, Kenizzites, Cadmonites, Hethites, Perizzites, Rephaim, Amorites, Canaanites, Girgashites, and Jebusites. Well, fascinating passage. And you might be asking the question, why did they cut animals in half and walk between them? And let me answer that by saying a couple of things. Number one, Abram did not walk between the animals. God did. Abraham was in a trance. Abram was in a trance. And number two, you've heard the expression, let's cut a deal. Well, it comes from this ancient practice of cutting animals in two and making a deal by walking between them. The implications are, may we become like these dead slaughtered animals if we break the terms of this covenant. So it's a big deal. Strange practice, I know, but it's a big deal. Now, Paul uses this incident of Abram believing God and counting it for him as righteousness as the foundation for the great New Testament truth of justification by grace alone through faith alone. And much of Romans is based on that one grand truth, justification by grace alone through faith alone. We read in Romans 3.22, the righteousness of God is through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. And we read in Romans 4, 1 through 5, What will we say that Abraham, our forefather, according to the flesh, is found? If Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast about, but not before God. For what does the scriptures say? Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him for righteousness. Now to the one who works, pay is not credited as a gift, but as something owed. But to the one who does not work, but believes on him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is credited for righteousness. Now, Salvation by belief in God and belief in Jesus and his sacrifice is the very core of Christianity. And if we are saved by Jesus, then Abraham is our forefather, even if we aren't Jewish, because he was the first to believe God and have it counted as righteousness. Now, here is Charles Spurgeon with some wisdom on this moment of truth. Abram believed the Lord. What a blessing to learn the simple way of faith in God. This is the saving quality in many a life. Look through Hebrews' list of the heroes of faith. Some of them are exceedingly imperfect characters. Some we would hardly have thought of mentioning, but they had faith. And although men in their faulty judgment think faith to be an inferior virtue and often scarcely look on it as a virtue at all, yet in the judgment of God, faith is the supreme virtue. This, said Christ, is the work of God, the greatest of all works, that you believe on him who he has sent. To trust, to believe, this will be counted to us for righteousness, even as it was to Abraham. If Abram, when full of good works, is not justified by them, but by his faith, how much more we, being full of imperfections, must come into the throne of the heavenly grace and ask that we may be justified by faith, which is in Christ Jesus, and saved by the free mercy of God. 
So you see how at the very end, Spurgeon ties Abram to us, just like Paul does in Romans 3 and 4. This is not just some event that happened thousands of years ago and is recorded in the book of Genesis, but it's the same wonderful dynamic that opens the door to heaven for you and I. Belief being credited to sinful people as righteousness. So one more time, here is Spurgeon to help us to understand this even more. He says, we see in the text of the word, the great truth, which Paul so clearly brings out in the fourth chapter of Romans, that Abram was not justified by his works and deeds. Many had been the good works of Abram. It was a good work to leave his country in his father's house at God's bidding. It was a good work to separate from Lot in so noble a spirit. It was a good work to follow after the robber kings with undaunted courage. It was a grand work to refuse to take the spoils of Sodom, but to lift up his hand to God that he would not take from a thread even to a shoe latchet. It was a holy work to give Melchizedek tithes of all that he possessed and to worship the Most High God. Yet none of these are mentioned in the text, nor is there a hint given of any other sacred duties as the ground or cause or part cause of his justification before God. No, it is said he believed in the Lord and it count, he counted it to him for righteousness. Surely, brothers, if Abram, after years of holy living, is not justified by his works, but is accepted before God on account of his faith, much more must this be the case with the ungodly sinner who, having lived in unrighteousness, yet believes in Jesus and is saved. If there is salvation for the dying thief and others like him on the cross, the dying thief on the cross, that is, and others like him, it cannot be of debt, but of grace, seeing they have no good works. If Abram, when full of good works, is not justified by them, but by his faith, how much more you and I, being full of imperfections, must come unto the throne of heavenly grace and ask that we may be justified by faith, which is in Christ Jesus, and saved by the free mercy of God." Amen and amen. We'll ponder that truth, brothers. Salvation by grace through faith, not by works. And let's close with Mark 1.15, our memory verse for the month. Mark 1.15, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. Mark 1.15, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. Well, brothers and sisters, may the Lord bless you. May he shine his grace on you. May he give you joy and peace in your heart as you follow him. Good day to you and Godspeed.